Welcome to the Immigrant Voices Podcast Project. I'm Deb Bluestein, and I'll be bringing you the voices of the courageous people who have made the U.S. their home. You'll hear about the lives and people they left behind in their native countries, their journeys here, their struggles and successes. You'll hear from parents of dreamers, dreamers themselves, undocumented to naturalized citizens, and everything in between. A few months after the 2010 earthquake in Haiti, Arkanj, a trained and certified accountant, but jobless, left Haiti to join his sister in the U.S. His journey here started a more extensive personal and professional journey in his new home. Working first as a supermarket clerk and personal shopper, he earned money to bring his wife and children here. Still working, he attended multiple schools to learn English and to train to become a nurse's assistant. While his English improved steadily, he became a U.S. citizen. After taking more than 40 courses to satisfy prerequisites, he has been accepted into a nurse's training program in the fall of 2022. Ambitious, compassionate, and patient, Arkanj exemplifies the drive and resilience I have seen in many immigrants. His determination to make a new life and thrive in the process is unstoppable no matter the obstacles. So, Arkanj, welcome to the Immigrant Voices Podcast Project. Thank you for having me today. Can you tell me about your story coming to the States when you did, and what was, what was the journey like, and what made you decide to come to the States? Like, you know, AIDS is a, is a poor country. Uh, even when you... Um, went to school, you have a career. Like me, I have a diploma in accounting. And when you finish, it's really hard to find a job. Finally, I decided to, my mother was here before and she applied for me. And they calling me to give me the green card. And finally, I decided to come here. But I didn't have a plan to go back to school. First, I find a personal part-time job at Southern Shop. And then a few months later, I find another part-time job at the market like Clay. But after one year, I felt very, very tired with this job. And I changed my mind and I decided to go back to school and keep one part-time job. So I went to Jewish Vocational Services in Boston, affiliated with American, American Red Cross. And I took the CNA classes uh, to become a nurse assistant. And my first job was at Peshmax and you were living in, in Newton. How was your English when you got here? When I got here, I can read English, but I, I, can't, I can understand when someone talked to me because I think they're going too fast. <laughs> but uh, thanks to my sister, she, she was a good support for me. And, for, and she, after one week, uh, I came here and then she brought me to uh, Gardner School for learning English. And Mrs. Divala accepted me to, to start with, I think, the first, second level. Yeah, but after six months, I, 
I left the school because I found a personal part-time job at Southern Shop because I left my wife pregnant and I would like to, to do something to help her while, while she's pregnant. She can go shopping to buy some stuff for, for the little girls. Did your wife come with you from Haiti? No, I came first and then I applied for my wife and my two daughters. What were some of the obstacles that you encountered when, when you got here? When I got here, my sister encouraged me to go to nursing school. And that's why I started with the CNA first and then to see if I can go to the nursing school. about your accounting career? Are you, do you have plans to go back to that? No, because actually, I, last month, I just received an email from Bankail Community College and I just accepted to the nursing program for 4022. Oh, you're going into the nursing program? Nursing. That's fantastic. What made you decide on that career path? You know, when you're working with people, it's compassion. And I'm very sensitive for them, though. And many of them encouraged me to go to nursing school. And the way I'm working with them, they really encouraged me to say you should be a nurse to go to school. And I listened to the... What happened during the pandemic for you? During the pandemic, it's, it's all hard for us. So especially when you're working in hospital, there's a lot of people <laughs> come with COVID and, and I have high blood pressure and I put diabetes too. Um, finally, I, I had an I had an appointment with my doctor and I asked her to, to take a leave for me. And she did that for me. And after three months, I should go back to school because I cannot stay without without a job because I have the bill to pay. But I got the first vaccine in December 2020 and the second shot on 2000, in January 2021. But thanks God, I'm still alive. It's like, thanks to God because a lot of people pass away. Really? So you, during the pandemic, you were actually working in a hospital? Beth Israel Deaconess yes. Center. Okay. Yeah. And what did you do there? I'm working as a patient care technician, helping people with vital signs, EKG, taking their blood sugar, their weight, and so on. Great training for you for the nursing career. Tell me some more about what it was like. What made you decide? I know you said that your mother was here, your sister was here, and you had become an accountant, but there wasn't that much work in Haiti. So you decided to come here. Oh, yeah, uh, finding jobs in Haiti is not, it's not easy. You must have someone in the government to give you something to do. It's not easy. Connections. Yeah, I have a lot of connections in the government. So now you have connections here. Yeah, connections here. Thanks, God. <laughs> uh, many people helped me. Yeah. Who are some of the people that have helped you? I have my sister. I can say thanks to, to Miss, Mrs. Devon. She's a great help for me, too. And I would like to thank her for everything she has done for me. I took um, I took the citizen class tour at the Literacy Connection in Brighton with Sister Pat Endu. She taught me very well to become a U.S. citizen. I took a computer class at Jackson Men in Brighton and Charles View Center in Brighton. Yeah, a lot of people helped me. So you took English classes and computer classes, and what other kinds of classes did you take? I took two distance classes, so one at Notre Dame Education Center in Boston and one at Jackson Men while I left and got to school. Uh, to, to work at, uh, at a personal shopper at Southern Shop. I took two distance classes to improve my English. You're pretty ambitious about learning English. My family came, my family, I take 
while I'm here, my family wasn't here, but I think they will come here. I have to improve my English so when they when they arrive, if I can help them with everything they need. Did your wife come here? My wife came uh, six years ago with my two children. How old are your children now? The older one is 11 and the other one is nine years old. Right what do you miss about Haiti? I miss a lot of things from Haiti, my friends, my family. Like during winter, it's really it's really cold. <laughs> but Haiti in Haiti is always is always hot. It's uh, but thanks to te- technology, uh, I bought a Roku box. And uh, sometimes I'm watching Asian TV while I'm here. <laughs> Connected to the culture. To the culture, yeah. Did you bring anything from Haiti that you have always? keep with you maybe something you carry in your pocket or maybe a book or something i came with an album photo while when i'm thinking about my family and i can see the pictures i have their photo and i can take a look when i miss them <laughs> does that help yeah it's help. facetime and skype and those kinds of things are those are you connecting with friends and family that way i use skype while my wife and my kids uh, in when I need to talk to my wife, I use Skype on Facebook, and I talk to them. That was very useful for me. <laughs> how how is your wife adjusting and the kids adjusting to being here? They very adjusted here because they have been here for six years. My wife going to school to, to learn English, and my skill going to school to Boston Public School, and they really adapted here. Tell me a little bit more about your path to citizenship. When you decided to do it, and how long it took you, and what was involved for you? Because um, my family was in Haiti, my sister encouraged me to become a U.S. citizen. When you are a U.S. citizen, and thing goes fast, and that's why pushing me to become a U.S. citizen. I took courses for three months at Literacy Connection in Brighton with Sister Pat. Yeah, and then she helped me with the application, with everything. And I'm so grateful to her. What advice would you give to other immigrants coming to this country, either from your country or, or just about from anywhere? It's really good to go back to school, learn English, uh, and because school can help them with everything they need. Yeah, I think so. When you have a career, you can have everything you want. You can have a car. And have a house, everything you want. How long is the nursing program for you? When when will you be done? I'll be done in 2024. But I took my first college uh, class at at BIGMC uh, in spring 2017. Now I finish with with all the prerequisites, and and I've been accepted to the nursing program. You started taking courses. To become At a nurse year. in 2017? Yeah, I took math, English, biology, sociology, psychology. Now I finished with last semester, I finished with the last class. It was uh, sociology. And now I am accepted into the nursing program. Are you excited about it? Yeah, I'm very excited. <laughs> I can't wait to start. <laughs> Those were all courses you needed to take in advance before you could get into the nursing program. Is that it? I was more Interesting to take English courses, but uh, the person responsible for this uh, for this program for this school program put me in in math class, and I was as, at the top of the class at the end. And the next semester, uh, I registered to take uh, I take reading on I five. Yeah, 
I pass it with when I five with and and I take writing on IT on I five one eleven and so on. Altogether, how many courses have you been taking since twenty seventeen? For the classes that took at BIGMC, it's one per semester. And while I'm moving to to Bankel Community College, I took two two for every every semester. Yeah, and during the the summertime, I took total. How do you compare uh, a career as an accountant with a career as a nurse? They're so different. Or maybe not. I don't know. How do you see it? Yeah, it's very different. Uh, for, for accounting, you will work with computer, but for nursing, you will work with people. And, and I really like to help people especially when, when they are sick. During, during COVID, you were in the hospital working around COVID patients? Yes, yes. Because I'm a nurse assistant. assistant. When the nurse <laughs> need to do vital cell, you should go and do taking vital cell, taking blood sugar. If the, patient is dirty, if the patient is dirty, you should clean the patient. You should do everything for the patient. <laughs> kind of like a nurse's aide. But I'm a Christian, so before I go to work, I always wake up. And God give me like one seminar, and I say thank you to God. But the church is a big part of your life. You want to talk about that a little bit? How it's how you found a, a community here in the states? I found a community here because my sister already connected with people here, and when I came here, he connected me with someone, and someone every Saturday. I'm a Seventh Day Adventist. Every Saturday, someone come and pick me and go to church together. You're a Seventh Day Adventist. Seventh Day Adventist, yeah. Wow, that's very particular kind of religion. You have a lot of strict rules, right? Very strict rule. You cannot walk on on Saturday. <laughs> At the beginning, they put me to walk every night on Saturday. Every night on Saturday on Sunday at BI. It was really hard for me, especially when you are kids. Sometimes the little the little one coming and say, "I want to wake up your daddy." <laughs> I was very tired. But when, when I go back to school and the manager took me off from the night and I'm working day right now. The end so, of the it must have been hard. To, how did you decide when you to work on Saturdays, when they asked you to work on Saturdays? Because Sabbath, Sabbath start at, on Friday, on, on sunset time on Friday and finish on sunset time on Saturday. That I can work at 11 to 7 on Saturday. You yeah. can work Saturday night. Saturday night, yeah. Were you uh, a Seventh-day Adventist in, in, in Haiti? Yes, I I have been a Seventh-day Adventist since 1995. It must give you a, a lot of stability in your life. Tell me a little bit about the music that you do or that you enjoy. Do you have hobbies? Yes, I, I would like to listen to music, especially Christian music. I would like to play soccer, ride bike with my kids and play and play ball with my kids, especially when they are in time of going to the park and play together. <laughs> so are you able to play soccer? Have you connected with people to play soccer locally? No, not here. I play when I was in AD. Do you miss that? Yeah, I miss, I miss that. <laughs> when I went to the park with the girls, I play with them. <laughs> you play soccer with your kids? With my kids, yeah. How do they like it? They, they really like it. <laughs> there have been a lot of tragedies in ha- Haiti Acts of, you know, just Mother Nature tearing the place apart. That must be hard to to be here and watch what's going on there. How do you deal with that? I was in the in 80 when 
the earthquake in 2010. Yeah, the earthquake killed more, I think, more than 3,100 people. And I was, I was there too. There was, uh, I was, there was, I was, I was living or shaking. But while they were shaking, we, I said, Jesus, 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 Jesus. And finally, and they thank us, did it live, but I lost uh, many people in my family too, and some friends. They perished in the earthquake? Yeah. You come to the States related to that event? I know that they gave... I came nine months after the earthquake. Is it a special visa because of the earthquake? But I cannot find job too, that's, that's the problem though. And right now, I think the thing is worse now. People kidnap people. It's There's a lot of hardship there. Tell me about the future. What are some of your future plans, Akash? My future, I would like to be a registered nurse, taking care of people. And as a Christian, I would like to share the gospel with people around the world with my friends. Any other thoughts of things that you had wanted to be sure to talk about? I would like to, to thank you for your time to interview me today. I would like to thank many people who helped me. This is a certificate I received while I'm here. And from Mrs. Duval, Gardner Pilot Academy, a dual education program, Beverly Bass, Harvard Education Portal, Carol Colinic, Harvard Workforce, and Sister Patton Du, Literacy Connection. You're a hard worker. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I have a few questions left. What do you feel has been your greatest success since you've been here? And what has been the most difficult challenge since you've been here? My great success is the letter I received from you know, Bankel Community College, and I have been accepted into the nursing program. I was so excited you know, when I received this news. I also uh, won two scholarships at BIDMC. I won last year and the other one the year before uh, to continue with my education. That's fantastic. And the hardest thing for me when I'm here, it was when I was looking for a place to live with my family. And before I live with my sister and, and so my sister and sometimes I pass the day with my mother. But when my wife came with my children, it was really hard for me. Sometimes when I'm, I'm looking for two bedroom to rent, when they, when they know you have two kids, they refuse to give you to give you the the store. And finally, I think I talked with Deborah, and she said she can help me find someone uh, to help me, and she's connected me with Mrs. Duval. So thankful to Mrs. Duval for her help. I cannot find a word to, to thank her for everything she has done for me. And she, sure. helped, she helped me after four months. And then I don't, after four months, they called me, uh, they called me for an interview at the way, I, the way I'm living now, for the name of the, of the building. She helped me and she helped me find a place to live since 2016. I'm living here. That was great. She helped you find a place to live. That's fantastic. So are you in the Charlesview community neighborhood there? No, I apply over there, but they didn't call me yet. 
apply uh, 10 years ago. What's your favorite thing about being here? My my favorite thing here is, is to go back to school to, to help me improve myself. Sometimes you see people, other people struggle to, to leave you, but I think I do everything I can do to improve myself, to have a better life for myself and for my family yeah, while I, I go back to school. That's why I'm always always doing the same thing. So your kids have been here a while. Do they speak English with no accent at this point? And are they bilingual? Do they speak French and, and English? Asian Creole. Asian Creole and English. Sometimes they say, Daddy, you speak with accent. I said, I didn't born here. <laughs> I said, it's normal to, to speak with accent. But their English is very, very well. So Haitian Creole is connected to French, right? Uh, to French, unfortunately, they didn't have a chance to go to school in Haiti. For me, I speak uh, Haitian Creole French. So are the kids learning Haitian Creole French as no. well as English? No, Haitian Creole and English. Tell me about the food here versus the food in Haiti. I would say they, they are very different, yeah. Can you be specific? Like, how are they different? Here, I saw people put a lot of sugar and a lot of sal on, on the food. It's not healthy for people. In Asia, I think it's different. People like to cook their home, but here, I think people going to the restaurant more often than people in Asia. <laughs> and our food is very good, Asian food. <laughs> so are you eating that at home? Yes. Every day, eating Asian food. Sometimes... We went to McDonald's because sometimes they could like <laughs> they like some some fries. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a regular part of their diet. Not regular. Yeah. Yeah. Panish, anything else that you'd like to share that other immigrants might benefit from hearing about either your philosophy about how to adjust here or what they should do when they come here? My advice for other um, immigrants here. I would like to say to them to follow the people who did great things while they came here. They must go to school. Because with school, they can do everything they want. Education is a Education big value for value. you. Anything else that you'd like to say? Thank you for your time. I really appreciate it. And thank you, everyone, for the help to help me. Thank okay. you. Okay. What, <laughs> what are your kids' names? T talk to me about your kids. Uh, Angela and Angie. They must be very proud of their father. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic about the, about the nurses' program. That's really great. Very good, yeah. Thanks so much, Arkansh. Thank you, though. Thank I'm you. really impressed. If I go to the hospital, I want you to be my nurse. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's so good to have people who really love what they do. Thanks a lot. Thank you. Have a good oh. one. Staunchly compassionate, ambitious, and determined, Arkansh has made his way toward his American dream. Leaving his accounting career behind in his native Haiti, Arkanj discovered his passion for helping people, especially when they are sick. Now enrolled in a program to become a registered nurse, his focus is clear and his career path ahead is certain. Arkanj and his family continue to be an essential part of our greater Gardner Pilot Academy community. Thank you for staying with us right to the end of this episode. The Immigrant Voices Podcast Project 
is the brainchild of Michelle Duval, the program director at the Adult Education Program at the Gardner Pilot Academy in Alston, Massachusetts. You can learn more about English for Speakers of Other Languages courses at our website, gpaesol.com, or by emailing Michelle Duval directly at m.duval.com. U-V-A-L, at live.com. Without the funding of Charles View, Inc., and the support of its executive director, Joanne Barber, this project would never have been possible. And last but not least, a big thank you to all the guests who are participating in this series of interviews. And to all our listeners, we say thank you do come back for the next episode.